we're clear for takeoff. back we are back season five kings of the heart we are here with you again after a nice little refreshing break my name is tariq omari walton i am a licensed marriage and family therapist here with my brother dr john hart welcome back dr hart brother man brother man it's good to see you man it's great to be back man hello everybody it's good to be back yeah man it's good to have you back good to be back here with you nice little break how, how was your summer man it was a good summer. It went by too quickly, uh, but sure. it was good. Yeah, it was good. How about yours, man? Oh, it was excellent, man. All I did was sit back. I read. I slept. I ate. I worked out. I just got deep into myself, man. Just made sure that I had to take care of me. You know, I'm tired yeah. of feeling burnt out all the time. I want to make sure that Tyreek was taken care of. That's good. That's good. That's good. Yeah, I wish I had that. You know, with the twins. It's, <laughs> hard, it's hard. It's hard to have twins. that kind of thing. <laughs> you can't do that with twins. Who are now a year oh, old, right? Yeah, 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 man. It's about, you know, about 17 months now. So they, they getting up there, man. They just running around right. on you, huh? They they, they they are a handful once they start running. So we're, we're, we're going to be heading into talking stage. So we really oh, got to feel it. Oh. When they start walking and, and talking. talking. Oh, you forget about oh, it. Oh, man. They're going to need their own talk show. Uh, I'm telling you. <laughs> what? What? Well, anyway, guys, you know, we missed you and we wanted to make sure we came back strong for you this year. So we have a lot of plans, a lot of new things we're implementing for Kings of the Heart. A lot yep. of exciting things going on on our side. So we're always going to bring that to you as well. But today we want to start the season off right. How right can it be? This right. We're going to talk about divorce. That's right. As marriage and family therapists, we talk about divorce all the time with our clients, more than we probably want to. And so... We want to bring a little information, a little thought about what that is and why it's important to consider divorce, because you know what? Everybody ain't meant to last. So we got to talk about that today. Right, Dr. John? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So let's start oh, off here, man. man. Tell me this, Dr. John. Why is it that so many people struggle with the idea of divorce? What is it about the idea of breaking up with your, your spouse that seems so detrimental that people hold on? in their relationships way past the time that it should have expired. What, what's going on with people? Why are they so afraid of divorce? Uh, I think, um, it, well, one of the prominent things is, in my mind, fear. I think it's a fear of failure. Okay. I think it's a fear of being alone. Um, you know, those two come to mind. Uh, you know, failure is really hard. I mean, it's part of life, but it's right. really, really hard when it's in front of someone or it's like, impending on them and and things getting closer to divorce um failure then becomes a a more prominent thought mm -hmm. you know and 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 sometimes it uh, some people are able to in a very healthy way like push through that fear and right. go ahead and finalize it and there are people who allow the fear to really grab them and and say like i don't want to be judged i don't want you know family pressures right. you know i don't want you know to shame my family i mean like there's a lot of ideas that come from the fear of failure mm -hmm. um but think about then, this though but real quick yeah, but just on. even the fear of failure what what do you actually consider failure you got married maybe you had kids maybe you raised your kids well you know, but the relationship itself just did not last. It just did not work out. Why would that be considered yeah. a failure when you've had successes all the way through? Well, the the average person isn't thinking it like that. Like they're they're really not. Like I don't. It's very it's very very rare. Um, at least in my experience, where someone's coming through. Um, especially in the couples format. Now, individually, it's different, but in the couples right. format, I I don't I don't think I've ever heard someone. Um, pushing for divorce super actively to the point where they're like, you know what? Uh, yeah, but we did, we did right. You know, we got our kids <laughs> through college. I, I, I didn't. I, I must have been a slit, you know, sleep deprived with the twins. Like if, but I really can't. And so your points, your points well taken, and that tends to happen with therapy, with a lot of intervention and support, where right. the person is able to have a healthy perspective and saying, oh, it's technically not a failure. Right. Like a lot of blessings did come out of this relationship yeah. right so no so, but that's the point we'll take so people holding on to that fear really doesn't always suit what the reality is 
But like you said, this is what people walk into. They don't want to be judged. They don't want to bring shame onto their families. Right. You know, there's a whole history of right. you know people's families staying together despite the problems. Yep. You know, my parents yep. stayed together for 45 years, and they had problems, but they, they made it work. I want to be like my grandparents. Yep. Yep. But not recognizing that there's a lot of pain and insecurity and Correct. a lot of and, things and, that went along with that. that yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I mean, so so I, 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 I cut you before, man. Go ahead. What, what are some other reasons why people are afraid to break up or, or struggle with breaking up and going into divorce? Yeah. The other thing that I said was like the, the fear of being alone. I True. mean, the, the lonely because the thing about loneliness, like that's an existential problem. So that mm-hmm. isn't just to me. And that that's how I see it. Like it's one of the greatest existential um, fears that we have as human beings right. in my opinion right. it's the fear of being alone and 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 i can even go so far to say that it's it's a lot of people can wrap their head believe it or not around the idea of death but dying alone even scarier yeah, so true, the, true. the issue of of fear of being alone is 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 one of the top ones that i encounter because it's an existential fear like people really do panic you know some people would rather stay and have uh someone in their life that they're not connected with anymore it's abusive or whatever right. because they don't want to be alone you you the, though toxic these some of these relationships are you know, people are still physically connected. They're yeah. emotionally connected. And so anything outside of that is far worse than experiencing the toxicity that could continue to spiral out of control. So, you know, um, yeah, that fear of being alone. Now, that's the that's one where I've seen individually and collectively in couples therapy that does come up like that's that that's one that i've noticed yeah but even that i mean there's always something right so i'm yeah. even thinking with you know being alone are you alone though yeah whether you have your kids you know you have your yeah. friends you have your family you have your kids you have your community who are still there so you're not really alone so how are you even defining alone oh alone in your bed oh alone in that romantic capacity but if you don't have the romantic capacity already, if your mate's already sleeping in another part of the house, right, you're already by yourself. You're living with somebody. It's basically your roommate, but it's not a romantic partner. So you're already alone. So yeah. now is it just the idea that because you don't have that physical presence in your space, now you're truly alone and that's the reason why you're holding on? Yeah, but I also think it's like the uh, the the normality of being in a relationship. Like you always have someone there. Like even because I have definitely have had couples who I've I've worked with over the years who are living in two parts of the home. Mm-hmm. Like literally living yeah. in two parts of the home. Exactly. And, and 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 I bring up what you're bringing up. Like is this is this even a marriage? Is this even like it? I, this doesn't seem like a marriage. Right. Like I, I mean, you came in. You was, came in talking about that's your roommate. <laughs> yeah yeah right. you know like it doesn't make any sense so um I, I i like i said i agree with you i think people aren't really they don't have much perspective when they're thinking about divorce or going through divorce to be rational and say like you know what no i'm not alone mm-hmm. you know you do have people around but i also know that um just like we, we say we're folks who your family of origin, like that's the norm. And that's where we have to kind of like work through breaking through some of those dynamics. Right. Well, if you think about marriage, marriage ends up becoming an adult's new norm. Yeah. Like you've yeah. flown the coop yeah. and now this is your new norm. And so, you know, it's it, it psychologically day in and day out that build over months and years. Mm-hmm. No, I can understand the existential fear of, of a person panicking and thinking that they're alone because your family of origin grows. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying literally everyone's different, but that idea becomes far distant and distant. Your kids age and they get older. They right. move out like right. they fly the coop. And so those are some of the things that like when I've talked to like folks about um, regarding that fear of being alone, you know, there's a lot of it that's just kind of grounded of the last 20 30 40 years you know if you're able to get that high um this has been my norm and mm-hmm. i think that's a that's a shake-up yeah yeah and, and you know kind of just building off of that like you were saying before just in terms of that whole family of origin thing one of the things i hear a lot from people and why they struggle with the idea of divorce is because they don't have a model for it right. when you come from a family a point. when you come great, from a family where this point, is, point. everyone's yeah. been married stay married through everything that's a great point where everyone's miserable maybe but they're still together people yeah. have no model for what divorce looks yep. like so the idea yeah, that point. i may actually divorce that again that's outside of my norm i don't know what that is and yeah. so i'm going to try to make this work just like everybody else i've seen in my family try to do 
Facts. You know? No, nah, that's 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 well said. Yeah. I ain't got nothing to add to that. That's pretty. <laughs> that's pretty well said. Yeah. No, you're right. That's a, that's a, that's the other perspective. You're right. That's yeah. a really great point. Yeah. And then you know, there's other thing too that I, I kind I kind of run across a lot, where people have this idea that they can do it on, they can make it work even on their own, even if their mate isn't doing anything. Mm. You know, you have people who come mm. in saying, you know, well, if I change me, because this has always been the 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 comment from the mate. Well, if you do better, we'll do better. So they come in with mm -hmm. this idea that I'm the problem. So let me work on me. If I work on me, then I can, you know, bring us all back together and everything will be fine. And even though I know as couples therapists, we will often send, refer people out to individual therapy, knowing that they have their own work to do to come back and help out with the, right. couples, um, the couple unit. A lot of people have this idea that, well, if I do change, then everything will be better. Or if my mate changes, everything will be better. So they think that, Divorce isn't acceptable because I have to. I have a lot more work I need to do that's going to benefit us. Yeah. And sometimes it's yeah. not even. It's not about you guys. You guys just don't work. Yeah. You know, you try to take all this extra weight in order to carry the entire relationship, and that's not possible. Mm -hmm. It yeah. takes both of you guys. So the idea yeah. that you're going to avoid divorce by investing all of your emotional resources into making the marriage work is not realistic. Yeah. You know, I, I yeah, I, I I mean that's that's on fire, bro. I mean, like it 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 makes a lot of sense. It's 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 I I think one of the best things I've appreciated now that we're talking about it, um, when working with couples or individuals who are on the brink of divorce, mm -hmm. uh, or are going through the process and want some support, is that a lot of the stuff that we've talked about so far, once you start introducing that and grounding people, you do see things lift up for them. Mm -hmm. Like right. you, you really do. I mean, I don't know what your experience has been, but I, I, I like, because everything that we're talking about is what they've been struggling with. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And so it's like, but when we start talking about, okay, so what's really going on mm -hmm. and, 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 and you know your individual needs to go about you about to sacrifice this for what um let's talk about this fear of being alone let's talk about this fear of failing yeah. once we start grounding people around like what we've talked about so far i mean that in and of itself not all but some people start to realize like oh yeah like i've been tripping yeah. i'm not happy yeah. Yeah. i need like, exactly. you know I mean? like, like exactly. it, so so is that fair to say brother yeah. rick that like this is one of those though one of the most serious um issues that I think any human can experience and kind of go through the idea of divorce. That is it is it safe to say that the little bit we've talked about so far, not all, but majority of people, once they wrap their head around that rationality, they start to feel a little bit better. Yeah. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, yeah. It gives them a different perspective to to move from, you know, in right. order to move forward. So right. do I actually want to stay in this? Is there a possibility that we can make this work? Or do I need to consider other options? Yeah. You know, and but those, it's, it's, and it's those, a challenge in that perspective. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. no, straight up. And 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 why do you think those three what is it about those three that come up? Like once people start getting grounded, like how 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 is it how is it though? How did they miss it? How did they miss those three? Because wouldn't like we already mentioned, there are certain beliefs that people already walk into marriage with. Yeah. That this is going go. to last forever. Expectations. You know? That's what Brother Rick says all the time, <laughs> brings up. Yeah. That expectations. No, right? right. Right. And those expectations are based off of the experiences you've had through other people's experiences. Correct. So again, you've seen your parents, you've seen your aunts and uncles, you've seen your grandparents, right. even some of your siblings. Everyone stayed together for all this time. So you have this belief that this is what marriage is supposed to be. Like when we get Correct. together, we're getting we're we're mating for life. There's no yeah. divorce. And you hear people say that. <laughs> Once I get married, I ain't never getting divorced. <laughs> yeah. And so now you're setting yourself up for a, a major disappointment and a lot of struggle and a lot of pain because Things will not always be as perfect as they are early on. Yeah. And so as yeah. you're growing and possibly possibly growing apart or realizing how much you guys lack in chemistry, so many reasons. We'll get into reasons why people do get divorced or need to get divorced. Right. But you set yourself up for this expectation that is not easily met, especially, especially in present day America. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because we live in a world already, we're already talking about, I'm not even sure the statistics are anymore. I, I don't even pay attention anymore. Yeah, but I know, right? We know that the divorce rates are, are probably 50% or higher. Yeah. And so the chances of you staying with somebody for the rest of your life, it's a 50-50 chance. It's a, it's a toss up. It's a, right, it's a toss up. <laughs> you know, you're flipping a, a coin up. on this one, you know? So yeah. why walk into it with that expectation? You know? So that's the thing that, that's the reason why I think a lot of people, once we start grounding them in the reality of what's going on, like, oh, I never considered that because their belief yeah. system has yeah, them locked into the idea of what 
marriage is supposed to be. And yeah. what's supposed to be isn't always what's going to be. Yeah. You know what no. I'm saying? No, no. no. This, I wanted to ask because I can imagine if I'm listening to this episode, I'm like, so if it's that, if, if it comes down to those three, which sound very practical, mm-hmm. how are this many people missing it? Yeah. That's what I wanted yeah. to ask, man. Yeah. That, it's wild, isn't it? If you hey. just think about before any intervention. Yeah. This exactly. is a lot of psychoeducation that mm-hmm. we're doing here as licensed um, clinical marriage and family therapists, right? A lot of psychoeducation yeah, for in sure. the beginning. Yeah. And I think that a lot of people, and let me just say two real quick. We're not saying that we are here to tell people to get divorced. All right. We're no, not we're not no. we're not up here championing divorce. We just want people to realize that there are other ways to approach your life, right? Not to not to be stuck in something that doesn't work no, for you. Facts. All right. We just no, want facts. you to understand that there are options out there and divorce is one of them. Right. Yeah. You don't no, have to have to wait for well death said. to be free. Okay. No, no, well said. That's what right. that needed to be said yeah. too. I know I laugh, but Again, it's like there's there's other approaches to this, folks. Yeah, I mean, to yo, I talk about I talk. I swear, John, in my, in my practice, yo, uh, divorce is such a, a prominent topic, whether it's couples it coming in or I'm working with individuals trying to work their Bro. way through divorce. It's like it's it's constantly present. It's like, whew, yeah, man. Bro. But in which way? One more reason why people stay together um, much longer than they need to. And we didn't mention this one. And this one is probably one of the top ones I hear for the kids. Oh my God! For the kids, For you know, kids. I don't, I, I don't want to take my kids through. I've been through divorce. My parents went through divorce, so I had to deal with that as a child. I don't want to take my kids through that. You know, you hear all these different excuses when it comes to um, why they're staying with their spouse in sake for the sake of their kids. You know, why is and you as a a father, you know, more than anybody would know this. Why is it that? People think that staying together for the sake of the kids is a a viable reason. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's so many different things I can imagine going on because everyone's situation is different. So there mm. are people who have gone through in their family of origin like a very rough, nasty, out of control divorce. Right, and true. some of these divorces can be out of control. Yep. And so that scar tissue is there. I mean, you're you're emotionally gonna that that makes an imprint on the person and and so that becomes their greatest fear. Right. Is when I become a parent, I would never do that. But then Brother Reek's point comes into play where it's like, well, that's a very dangerous expectation. So you're you're not only locking yourself and you're now locking your children in. Mm-hmm. And that's and that that's a huge blind spot. You yep. know, I say that even as a dad, it's like, you know, it becomes a major blind spot because that's where and this is for another topic. But that's where things do get dicey whenever parents are like, you know, everything I do, I do for my kids. There's some of these decisions that really aren't it because if you're in a relationship where not just you as a partner, but even the kids are being impacted by it. That's a, and you and you stay in there because you think the the best option here is to stay for the sake of the kids. Right. Well, we it's it's really then not about the kids. It's about you, and it's about like some of the serious blind spots that you have from for your sure. trauma traumatic past regarding divorce right. that you're now emotionally passing down to yours. Because as long as you have those blind spots that underneath that are some unresolved trauma well now the kids have to be it and so so Mm -hmm. that becomes dangerous there are people who um also in in a weird way find their kids quite resilient and are like you know what like if i can get through it you know i think the kids can get through it or some people keep adding different um it's not coming to me right now but it's like okay you know it's just a it's just a bad week it's just a bad month just a bad year so you start kicking the can down Mm -hmm. like there are people who We'll, we'll, we'll keep pushing time, right? Yep, I think yep. you even notice as well, there are people who are like, let's wait for the kids to get to high school. Let's wait for the kids to go off to college. Yep. Well, again, to my earlier point, then you're just kicking the can. Like the, the relationship's not getting better, which mm-hmm. means everyone is impacted. And um, But there's this whole resilience kind of save the kids piece where it's like, well, let's not ruin their lives right now. They're at a critical point. Right. Um, and, then, and then another thing that I'll... I'll I'll add when thinking about, you know, like doing it for the kids. I don't think a lot of, uh, okay, fear, that's what I'll say is like being a single parent is very scary. Yeah, for sure. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, as someone who has a wife who is an amazing mom, like, I tell my wife all the time that as a family, like, we go as far as she goes. Right. And not just because of my work schedule, but just even the amount of growth I've had as a dad of twins 
like 99% of that is 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 attributed to my wife. Mm-hmm. So I I always tell her I don't know what I would do without her regarding our twins. Right. I'd figure it out. I'm I'm a pretty smart guy and I'm and I'm emotionally connected to my kids, but when I think about like the, our day-to-day life and me doing that by myself, yeah. no, nah, that's a different kind of fear. Mm-hmm. Like and that's a fear that like parents really do think about so i'm gonna stop here because like those are the like, three things that kind of come to my mind regarding this do it for the kids and yeah. some of the implications for that yeah the thing that comes up for me a lot is the stability the sense of stability yeah having two parents at home is always gonna be better than having just one parent at home and again that's not always the case that's yeah. the case if it's a healthy relationship all right if you right. if you and right. your spouse are in a healthy place yes you guys being there together will always create a, a more nurturing and healthy environment for your kids. That's going to create a lot of stability for your children emotionally, mentally, and physically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if you guys aren't happy together, if you guys are miserable, yeah, there may be a sense of stability in, in that everyone's in the same house. But emotionally, yeah. great point. Yep. That's not there anymore. Come on. You're now. not happy. Your spouse isn't happy. You think your kids aren't aware of that? You think yeah. your kids don't know how miserable that the both of you guys are when you guys are arguing constantly or they're simply ignoring each other constantly? Ignoring each other, yeah. Right. Like, you, know, you think your children don't recognize that? You think that doesn't impact them? They see it too. So you staying together because you believe that having two parents in the household is better than having one. Yeah, like Dr. John said, being a single parent is difficult, extremely difficult. But it's healthier for them if you're a happy single parent than being a miserable married parent. Right. So just this idea that oh we have to stay together for the kids because, you know, we have we all need to be in the same house together. No, 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 no. Not when you're miserable. I'm sorry. (laughs) Right. You know, go be happy (laughs) by yourself. You know, instead of everybody, everybody in the house is going to be miserable. The kids are going to be miserable miserable because you're miserable. You know, so you want to make sure that everyone is in a healthy place so that the stability is, is making sense. But it doesn't feel quite stable when it's a house of misery. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's well said. Yeah. I'm with it. Yeah. So, I'm so, definitely with it. so those are some of the major reasons why people stay in marriages instead of considering divorce when things have kind of gone wrong for a very long time. What about this? Why is it that there are people who do recognize that divorce is necessary and that they need to get out of this, but still stay in it? I'm talking about those people who will struggle within their relationship know that they're struggling believe divorce is an option but don't make the jump to get divorced why are people afraid to get divorced even when they know that they need to get divorced even when they believe in divorce why are people afraid to get divorced what do you think those are i don't know man i mean and one of the things not to even be funny is like then if you're at that level then that's probably there's probably some financial implications there, man. Yep. I gotta be one. honest because right. because that that's the that's another one that I could see in a very insidious way mm-hmm. keeping people in. Right. Like so more than ever, couples over the last 30, 40 years, I feel um their finances are becoming more and more intertwined. Yep. I don't think it was as I don't think it was as nuanced back in the day than as it is now. And so some of uh, you know so, you know folks are there's a range of folks doing well in 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 so many different ways that i think there are some serious financial things that um and i don't count people's money but i don't want us to overlook because i i have clients who do very well for themselves financially right. and some of them i even kind of think about like you know this would be very tricky i'm not an accountant but i think there's right. some serious financial implications here right. that probably even though they know they shouldn't be together they probably there's probably Probably something oh especially my couples that um own businesses together oh, that's a yeah. really good example oh, yeah, you see what sure. i'm saying yeah. like yeah, so yeah, it yeah, just yeah. hit me i i've had couples who literally have like businesses i had i had one couple that like they were running a business they were co-owners and mm-hmm. so i can imagine divorce being very very complicated in those shoes right, right. so like there's some you know there's some like financial reasons um, that I think come to mind. I think the the other one because it's it's very hard. Like what you're asking, um, you know, outside of some of the stuff we we we've talked about already. But I also think the other one is like what this is. This isn't a reason, but it's like sunk cost fallacy. Oh, I think here, some oh, here just, you go. Bring it I down think, again. I think, man, I just think some people. <laughs> 
are like, I know I ain't happy. I, I know uh, it didn't work out for whatever reason, but damn, 30, 40 years, um, I don't got it in me to do this with anybody else. Right. I, I put in a lot of time and effort right. and money into this. My kids are doing really well. Grandkids are around now. Like, nah, I didn't I didn't put in the time. I don't, I don't, I'm not doing it. So, yeah. you know, even though they know, and that's where I think those arrangements starts coming out where it's like people are starting to sleep in other rooms and sleep separately. Mm-hmm. But I think the sunk cost fallacy, people are like, nah, I'm gonna stay right here because right. I put in my dues. I put in my dues. So those are the two things that adding to the conversation that comes up. But what do you think, brother? Reed? I, I need I need to piggyback off of your financial one, right? And it's stability. What I see is for a lot of people is, well, in certain situations, certain situations, certain people, they're on the come up when they get married. So yeah. They, so they meet somebody <laughs> who provides a financially Facts. stable situation for them. And even though they know it's not the best situation, even though they recognize that they their mate does not really uh, fulfill what they're looking for overall in a marriage. They do fulfill that financial side. So they create yeah. a sense of stability for you to be able to continue to come up. But then what happens? So they, so they're sticking it out. They're on the come up, whether they're in school or getting their business off the ground or coming up in their career. And then once they get to their place where they don't need their mate anymore, now they're making the exit. Yeah. Like, oh, I got my degree now. Now I can be out. Because I can create stability on my own. I don't need you for that financial stability anymore. So I'm going to go create this on my own without you. Or, you know, I, I, I'm, a place, I'm at a place in my career now where I can create that financial stability for myself. So a lot of that sticking around longer than you need to when you know you need to be out has to do with that sense of financial stability. You provide financial stability for me, so I'm going to stay here as long as I need yep. to. And yep. then I'm going to be out. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen I've seen that. Yeah, I really have. I've seen that. But it's not it's I don't know, at least for me, like that one's not common, but I've seen it, though. What you just it's common for me. man. I see that a lot. A lot. lot. I've seen it. I haven't seen it that much, but I've seen it, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm telling you that come up is big. I'm not leaving this. I'm not leaving this until I got what I need out of it. Right. Yeah. And I feel bad for the other person because they don't they think that this is always about love, not realizing, yo, you are just a convenient step. Um, you know so that's that's yeah man i've seen i've seen that that one those ones hurt mm-hmm. they hit a little bit different oh yeah that's I mean, because that's almost then, bad then, you're used you got yo, used right you know what i'm saying <laughs> that's almost worse than being cheated on you were Bro, used you were with this I person mean, for 10 years 15 years while they were trying to come up now that they have it they don't need you anymore so you yeah, you better, the you better, you yeah, you, you better off, you, yeah, you better off cheating on me. Like, let's take the L <laughs> quick, fast, and hard. But you take ten years of my life, right? My my time, my resources. Yep. Yeah, there's a reason why the show snap. Yeah, man. Nah, <laughs> you nah, ain't lying. Nah, nah, yeah. nah, nah. Like when, when you was breaking it down, I was like, yeah, like I've seen it a couple of times over the years, and you know, um, but. When when you were done and that and, and landed, I was like, yeah, I was like, so people are out here getting used. Yep. Like Thoroughly. damn. Yep. Yep. And yep. it's sad because the, it, it 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 and and you know the other I'll say this real quick and you know the other egregious part. What's that? Tell me I'm wrong. What's that? It's it's never it's in terms of its tenure, it's never short. It oh, no. always got to be like minimum ten years for those situations, bro. People gotta grow. Why could why why could you grow. just taking like a year or two off this person's life, man? Mm-mm. But ten, some people be in this y'all like, yeah, like they they um we were together twelve years and then you know they were like, yeah, I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. Damn. Mm-hmm. And then to your point, it's like, oh, so they're they're super stable now. Like they literally built their own thing on the side. Yep. To use that you, you as a supported, comfort. you supported, you financially you, you, supported. You were the you know, safety net, right? The entire time, the entire time. Damn. Yeah, we got to make that Jonah topic. <laughs> that, that, uh, I mean, because like, like when you, I was like, yeah, like that, because that does happen, bro. Oh, constant. I can't that, tell you. That, that needs that to be a, a topic, bro. I have seen that yeah. one a lot. Unfortunately, I've seen that one a lot. That's hard. Yeah, yeah. that got to be a topic. Yeah. That has to be a topic because, like, that that definitely. Now that topic just woke me up. Like that. <laughs> I mean. I mean, yeah, because I, I I've seen it, and it, it th- yeah, the being used part, yeah, that got to be a topic. Mm-hmm. That's rough. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Because you're right. We and, and to be clear, like 
Brother Rika isn't advocating that you cheat on your partner as an option. If you want, like, <laughs> no, you know not I mean? at all. That's not what he's saying. All. Not at all. But, but 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 when we're trying to put things in this right perspective, Brother Rika, what are you trying to say when you said that? I'm just trying to tell you, look out for people who are actually using you. You know, yeah. there there are so many ways to get hurt and caught up in your relationship. People always think that infidelity is the, and, and physical, you know, sexual infidelity is the major cause for people breaking up. No, no. That's one of the major causes. Yeah. And that is hurtful. Yeah. But <laughs> would it be hurtful? To, I, I can get into this in so many different ways, but I don't want to go too far off track. But is it more hurtful that your mate cheated on you than your, cha- your, um, your mate announcing that they actually settled for you? Which one hurts more? To know that you were uh, settled for or you were cheated on? Or that your mate just used you to come up? No. <laughs> I know. You know what I'm I saying? Mean, I don't I don't know. I mean, if you cheat on me, I, I think I could live with that. Right? Whether we're going we stay to, together we go or to not. a lot of therapy. Yeah, we're going to a lot of therapy to, you to, know, to we, figure that out. But when you used me? Oh, I will. Like some of us, and I'm petty. I will <laughs> never forget that. <laughs> Clinical training or not, I will never forget that. Yeah. That's I can forgive. One. Yeah, I can forget, but I will never forget that. Yeah. 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 Or, or, or like you said, being used or like being settled for. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. Ouch. Like you're, you're the best option at the time. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So there's a lot yeah, more. Yeah. yeah. We'll, yeah we'll, we'll, we'll get deep into that. We'll, we'll get deep into that. What? Another reason why I think a lot of people stay in a relationship long past their due date, even though they know that they need to get out, comfort. I hear that one yeah. a lot too. You yeah. know, it's like. Why am I going to go anywhere else? You know, yeah, this isn't the best situation for me, but, you know, it's it's here. I've been here. Um, it's just comfortable. It's what I know. Yeah, it's true. Right? Comfort, you know, yep. So almost yeah. afraid of change. But to kind of kind of go along with that one, too, is the guilt. People don't want to deal with the guilt of being the one who actually breaks up. So I've mm-hmm. had clients who know that this is the end for them. And even, even those ones who say they really want to work on themselves or work on the relationship, they know it's really the end, but they're coming from the standpoint of, I don't want to be the one to say I want a divorce. And so it's almost like they're putting their partner in a position for them to announce the divorce so that they don't have to be the one to take the responsibility or take accountability for yeah. starting the divorce process. Yeah. I agree with you that. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Guilt's good. Yeah. I, I, I overlooked that one. Yeah, that's good. I don't have much to say about that one because that's a really sticky one. And then that's to your point. Um, the, the then the implication then becomes it becomes a waiting game mm-hmm. and a game of draw, which then it it it, it time goes on. I, I've I, I've seen couples um push they 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 do that like because of the guilt and they're like, well, I, I don't want to feel bad to be the one to bring it up or right. to end it, so I'll wait for them. But you don't know the other person may still be in love with you and don't see any issues, right. and now your ass is stuck. I don't know what else to say. Or even think about how much you're putting the other person person through so that they get to a place where <laughs> right. they want to say, I <laughs> yeah. want a divorce. Like yeah. you sit up there saying, okay, well, I'm going to stick it out so they say I yeah. want a divorce. But you're taking them through so much to get them to that place. It's not and, like you're just sitting back. Yeah, that's it's not wrong. like you're just sitting back passively absolutely. waiting for it to happen. No, you're actively working on the destruction of no, your relationship so that no, you no, can avoid the point. guilt and you're making them miserable. Again, miserable. I hate to keep using the word miserable, but miserable. Yeah. Getting them to, to this place of misery to the, where they are like, yo, I need to get out of this. Yeah. I can't, I can't point. allow you to keep dragging me down. You're like, oh, they finally getting it. Like, yo, no, that's a, that's step a good into point. it. <laughs> you step into it. Don't take them through unnecessary. Well, never mind. We'll come back to all that. Yeah, yeah. we got to come back. But yeah. that's that was a great point, though. Yeah, that, that, because that, because yeah, that lands differently. Like you now are intentionally, you are methodically, you are strategically uh, uh, trying to crush this relationship when you need to just have some emotional maturity and handle yeah. it like an adult. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. That yeah. guilt is dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. People will avoid guilt, guilt and yeah. regret. Two things people yeah. will avoid to the ends of the earth. Yep. But when you can deal with it, then you probably feel a lot better. Everybody probably feel a lot better later yeah. on, you know? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And so what about, there's a couple of different directions I want to go in. So I'll go on this one first. So we've been talking about reasons why people stick around, why people hold on. What are some good reasons or what are some things that you see in session that say, okay, yeah, y'all probably need to get divorced. I know it's not really within what we should, like our 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 job to tell people, okay, y'all need to get a divorce. 
But I know there are times you're sitting there with people on your couch or people on your screen, and you're sitting there thinking, yo, y'all don't need to be together. This just needs to end. You can't say that. They gotta, you gotta, they gotta get there on their own. But when you see it, what are you seeing that makes you say, okay, yeah, y'all don't need to be together? What are some of the signs in your eyes that couples are in a place where divorce is the only option? Yeah, um, I would say, yeah, there's 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 a few things. I mean, one of the things that come to mind, I'll start on a super light note. I've had some really good natured couples where you end up realizing pretty quickly that they're just well better off as friends. Like this is just like really good friends because the intimacy is it's it's not just that it's not just that it's not there. I mean, you you know, there's a different kind of intimacy with our closest friends that, Mm -hmm. you know, we're going to be adults here. Um but like I, I've I believe it or not, like starting on a super like I've I've met some couples where I was like, you know what? Like, and I've had to talk to them. I was like, you know what? I, I think this is this sounds more like friendship. Like, and and I wonder if we need to just rethink and be honest with ourselves about the boundaries and needs mm-hmm. of this. Like, you guys are just really, you know what I mean? Like, you don't talk about things the same way, like as an actual couple do. So right. there's some folks that I've come across, and I was like, you guys seem like really great friends, and so we got to be honest. You know, and then we get into like, why are you guys doing this? You know, so Mm -hmm. that's on a really super note. I think I think extreme, persistent and consistent violence. It needs to end. Wow. Yeah, it needs to end. I mean, it's that that's a no brainer that if and I'm talking about all forms of abuse, if it you know, it it all kinds. So but 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 when it's consistent and persistent, it got to end. I don't care how long you've been together or how many kids you have. No, it, it got to go. And then everything in between. I mean, like there are folks who um, when when I, I've had couples over the years where someone is doing chronic cheating mm-hmm. and th- this 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 is not good. Right. Like this is actually emotionally destabilizing, even for the person who's doing the cheating. Yep. So like the, like cheating. And, and but now when I, that's why I said chronic cheating, because mm-hmm. I've had couples. Of, but like one time, like those are different. Does have, That has a different right. trajectory. But chronic cheaters. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. And that jump. Yeah. Um, people who are like. um I think co-parenting issues. I, I got to be honest. Like okay. that right. one gets very tricky and dangerous. Right. But at the end of the day, I've come across some folks who are not on the same page, and 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 it's better off to then rethink with help, a mediator, like get divorced and then get into family therapy and yeah. and some and some parent and some co-parenting coaching. Because I'm sorry, bro, I'm not going to overlook it. But like there are some folks who. I've worked with and their their parenting ideologies, their behaviors, their attitude. It's really not working. They don't, they don't at mix all. well. And right. Yeah. So those are just a few things that come to my mind where I'm like, nah, it's gotta end. Mm-hmm. Let's let's talk, let's talk divorce. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you the things that I think well, real quick, that abuse topic right here, there you just brought up, we have to do a whole show on that one. Yeah. You know, yeah. that that abuse is I think we've covered that in different ways before, but I think yeah, we need to be different very, ways, yeah. very direct about that one. Right. So we'll come back to talk about that one in its own topic later on. But what I see oftentimes in front of me is those people who put in absolutely no effort. So you you're here telling me <laughs> yeah. that you're trying to yeah. work on your relationship. Then I give you homework and you don't do any homework. We 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 talk about all these different things that you need to do differently. Um, I provide you with a whole list of tools and we've practiced them. And then you go home and you don't use them. You don't do the homework. You don't put any effort in. I ask you, okay, what are you doing differently? And you can't give me uh, uh, any idea of things that you're doing differently, even though we talked about all the things you need to do differently in session. When you don't put any effort forward where neither one of you guys are even trying, that to me is a sure sign that y'all just don't need to be together. You're You're not invested. You're not emotionally invested in this relationship. You're here. You're here physically. And you're saying you're trying to make it work for all the reasons we said earlier. We want to stay together for all these reasons. But when you're not putting that effort in, when you're not working towards the betterment of your relationship, you're telling me that you don't really want to be there. You're just doing this because of everything we already already talked about. But, yeah, y'all need to start making other plans and going in different directions and getting used to the idea of not being together because you're obviously not invested in working on the relationship. I appreciate you coming to see me every week. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, keep putting money in my pocket. But ultimately, you have to see that this is not what you need to be doing. Don't keep giving me money 
to say that, oh, well, we're, we're working on it. No, you're not actually working on it. You're not doing any work. So get out. Get out of here. If you want to, we can work on co-parenting here. We can work on the transition from being together to getting divorced. But we don't need to be sitting in here trying to work on a relationship that you're not invested in being in. Yeah. So let's either change what we're doing or get out of this and just go talk to a divorce lawyer. Yeah. Can make other plans. The other thing that comes to mind oftentimes too is chemistry, man. Do you know how many clients I see who have absolutely no yeah. chemistry? There's yeah. no romantic interest. You guys came together because you saw something different in this person than who you are, and you don't have anything in common. You don't have anything in common. You don't have good chemistry. You might have good sexual chemistry. That's only going to take you but so far. But you guys are such different people and have such little common interests that there's nowhere to go. Yeah. And so yeah. what are you guys doing? You, you're sitting up here saying, well, I like to go out. Well, I, I like to say, well, I'm an extrovert. I'm an introvert. Okay, that's cool. That could be a good balance if you guys are working together. But if all you're doing is running to conflict because one person wants to do something and the other person doesn't want to do anything, yeah. well, you're telling me that you guys have very little in common and there's very little to do or very little little growth that can happen between the two of you. So what are you doing yeah, here? Again, if you're not putting the effort into trying, if you're saying right. that I'm, you know, this just this is just who I am. Right. And the other person's like, well, that doesn't work for me. Well, that's telling you, look, you don't have a lot in common there. The chemistry yeah. just isn't working. So well, maybe you should go in different directions. No. Right? That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. Have you seen I that like one too? That, yeah. that lack of chemistry? Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I mean, and again, like, and, and I know we're all, you know, we're working with so many people. And so our experience in terms of frequency could be different. I've seen it like not that much, but okay. I, I, when you brought it up, I was nodding my head a lot because I appreciate it because that's one of the ones that I don't see often, but it is there. Mm -hmm. I, I've, I've met some couples where I was just like, yeah, it's zero chemistry. Yeah. Like zero. Yeah. Like even, even, even I'm full blown confused. Like how like, why, together? why we are, we are, how are you guys even like, what y'all been together for this long right. like there's no chemistry here right <laughs> so i, I don't I, even know I, what's going i love on them here. yeah you love them that's yeah. cool yeah. you can love somebody but, but you don't like them though. Like, <laughs> right you don't exactly like exactly you know, like like exactly like, the I point. like I, I i of course i love my wife but i like my wife a lot exactly i like her a lot yes. like who she is as a person i like her a lot right nah it hits different for the sake of marriage so yeah no chemistry uh-uh. Right. You got, that's where you got to be honest. People got to be honest with themselves, bro. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah. so so tell me this then. So we're talking about reasons why people should, you know, we see them. We're like, okay, th these are the signs of why people may need to go consider getting divorced. When you're working with your individual clients, that's with couples. When you're working with your individual clients, what are the conversations like when you recognize from their standpoint of the struggles they're having in their relationship do you have conversations with your clients about considering divorce or do you just let them get there on their own how do you actually work that in a therapeutic environment oh mine's very easy and i'm not making it seem as though like i figured everything out but oh my years of success working with individuals in which they're in relationships or marriages where they're obviously not happy or they're or they're pending divorce. I, I go my my go to that works very effectively to help speed everything up is um, conversations, sessions dedicated to identifying their needs and assessing if their needs are being met on mm -hmm. a consistent basis. Yeah. That's my go to Good. is that quick. Good. Like once I get my clients uh, individually through that phase, then they naturally start becoming more empowered and and, and, and they're accurately assessing. Yeah, this ain't for me yeah and 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 i've thought about like a slew of clients when you asked me that and i was like yeah my successes over the years has been starting with um do you even i because 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 people can get lost in marriages so my job is i got to pull them out therapeutically and have them see themselves back as their own person mm -hmm. let's identify your needs let's understand your needs where do these needs come from and then let's tell the story of who you are regarding your needs okay then i put them back in the marriage mm -hmm. and say okay now that you know yourself and you're much sharper regarding your insight 
now does this relationship make sense? And they're usually like, no, nope. it doesn't. Okay. Nope. Like, that's, Not at that's all. So, yeah. So I don't want to sound as though like I'm like this, you know, super genius, but I mean, I'm 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 as close to 100% from the line when I think about all of the individual clients that I've helped. That's where that's that's usually my go-to. Yeah. That's how I get them. Yeah, I think I be, usually begin with that whole belief. You know, what are your beliefs around yeah. being in a in a marriage? You know, where did those come from? Who did you learn those from? Are they? Do you believe they're realistic? Are they realistic today? Are they realistic? You know, for you, really breaking down the beliefs and not saying that their beliefs are wrong. But really no. getting them to hone in on whether or not those beliefs are are necessary, right? Start there. But kind of like you, do the same thing. You know, are your needs being met? Yeah. Going just beyond that, I have this scale I use a lot, this um, hierarchy of emotions, seven-level scale going from negative three to plus three that lists all these different emotions and the, the hierarchical nature of each of them. And say, okay, well, show me where you, when it comes to just your life overall, well, where are you on the scale? And so eh, maybe zero, you know, just being basically satisfied or content, maybe plus one. And you start to find out, well, the reason why they're even on a positive side is because of their career. You know, they're feeling really good about their career. And you start talking about their home life or their relationship, and it starts getting to those negative numbers. And it's like, okay, well, you know, what do you want to do to actually, you know, what can you do to get into the positive? With, yeah. the, with your, the feelings and emotions that you're experiencing. And what ends up happening is people realize, yo, there's not much I can do. Right. But number one, it's not all on me. But number two, exactly. they're, they're, you've seen nothing in your relationship that will lead you to believe that you can't even reach those positive numbers. Okay, so yeah. now let's start exploring yeah. other options. All right, if you recognize that you can't at least be happy in yeah. your relationship, then you know what is it that you actually want to experience for your own life? And can that happen? Absolutely. In yeah. You yeah. Know? Yeah. That's yeah. That that's it. Yeah, yeah. Like that's like what you just said. That's the part where I get to with like the needs part as mm -hmm. well. It's like, yeah. Can we just no, be no, happy? That, that's good. Right. Yeah. And, and, but also like how you put it too, it's like how much effort is it going to take for you to get on that a positive scale? And then, you know, you're not doing it alone. Do you exactly. have faith in this person that they will go on this journey with you? Exactly. Yeah. That's spot on. Yeah. Because that's the other part about couples therapy. Like I know we're talking about individuals, but like that's sometimes like when working with the individual, you got to help them to understand, do you have faith? Like it's it's gonna take us a it's gonna take some time, but do you have faith that the person your partner has the resilience, the flexibility, the openness, and and, and emotional maturity to help get you there? Right. That's the other. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you saying that? Yup. Yeah. So again, we're not up here advocating for divorce. No. But we no. do recognize the need for divorce. And yeah. for some of you, you may want to consider that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> for some of you, yeah, it's, I hope it's, you're listening. It's absolutely necessary for some of you guys. So yeah, anyway, man. Dr. John, give the people the first noble truths of season five. Oh, man. Uh, you know, the divorce comes. It's a lot to unpack. So, you know, think about what's been your experience with divorce, if any, in your family of origin really try to assess like what blind spots you may have what are some uh you know subconscious thoughts and feelings regarding it uh, another thing that comes up regarding the uh regarding divorce based on what we talked about is there are reasons to stay mm -hmm. uh and there are reasons to go <laughs> and if you're say, having yes. yeah and if <laughs> you are having issues with exploring that go to therapy yeah seriously yeah. because there are uh, there are reasons to stay and reason to go and we did a really good job breaking down uh both sides mm -hmm. um and at the same time everyone's situation is different so right. if you're not clear get some you know go talk to someone because yeah. divorce is not a, let me say divorce is not an easy decision oh no we get it not we all. and we get no, it so i just want to uplift it's a, it's that it's a hard yeah. road to take and uh, yeah so that's right. the that's my last noble truth because I, I i know i know we talk about it freely but divorce is very it's a very hard decision to make folks so oh, yeah. don't take it lightly right. we understand we get it look don't take marriage lightly don't don't get Yo. married lightly it's so much easier to get married than to get divorced Yo. so for those people who get into it the idea that you know well maybe nah man that's the wrong attitude yeah. to take real nah. quick my noble truth for this week actually i just got one how do you want to feel when you think about the life that you want to live and the yep. remaining years you have on this planet how do you want to feel if you don't believe or if you don't see that that can happen within your current relationship you may consider 
getting a divorce. Yeah. If you don't believe you can be happy in the minimum, because there's so many other emotions that are higher than happiness. If you can't at least get there, this may not be where you need to be. So yeah. consider how you want to live your life, how you want to feel, how you want to show up in the world, how you want to show up for your kids. And then use that as part of the consideration of whether or not this relationship is the right one for you. You may find somebody else out there who's more suited for you, or you may be just better on your own. But yeah. this may not be the place for you. No. So take that. Take that right there. That's what I'm saying. That's all I'm going to say, right? No, real talk. That's yeah. real talk, bro. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. All right, Dr. John, that is it for us. Yes, sir. Good to see you, man. Glad to have this time back with you guys. Glad oh, to be absolutely. here for the people. This season's going to be fire, y'all. Oh, yeah. We, got, we have a lot of stuff for you guys. So just stick around. Check us out. Go back and listen to old podcasts yeah. if you're a new listener. We got <laughs> yeah. a lot of old stuff over the previous four seasons. But yeah. this is season five. You ain't never seen nothing like season five. So nah, get ready. Nah. Not at all, man. Not all at right. all. This is about to be great. All right, Dr. John, real quick, where can people find out more about you? Uh, feel free to um, the, check out you know, clinical services at the Relationship Counseling Center of Maryland, www.rccmarylandspellthemarylandout.com. Um, you can always um, plug in Dr. John Hart. You know, it'll be there'll so many different ways to find uh, me and the work that I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And always come show love at our Kings of the Heart uh, webpage, man. We've got yep. a lot of interesting updates happening. So always check us out there. That's what right. about you, Brother Reek? Where can we find you? Like Dr. John said, check me out at kingsoftheheart.com. You can also find this episode and others all over the internet. We have, we're, we're yeah. basically on all the different streaming platforms. So make yeah. sure you go check us out there. You can find out more about me and some things I have going on at viewsandvibes.com or go to my website, tarikomariwalton.com. Again, just like Dr. John, you can find us in so many different ways, uh, as well as on social media. Go to Kings of the Heart on all the social media platforms as well. That's where you can find us. All right, Dr. John, good to see you, man. Good we will catch you, up brother. again soon to Absolutely, the people. Bro. We love y'all. We missed y'all. Love y'all. And we'll see y'all yeah. again soon. Peace.